Star whores. What's going on, Rogue Squadron Podcast? I'm Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Thank you guys for tuning in. We've got an extra special episode this evening. We're doing a giveaway. Um, so stay tuned if you're uh, with us live, which there are many of you guys, because everybody's hard on for uh, Rex over here. Um, we do have Black Series Rex that we're giving away. Um, so please say something in the chats if you are live with us so we can add you to the uh, the drawing here. Um, like once again, Rogue Squadron Podcast. Yeah. Um, shout the hell out. So shout make, the hell out. That you're there, so we can add you to the random drawing. But and even outside I'm of just geek to tell about this. Thing. Even outside of the drawing stuff, fucking shout out to us. We like to hear who and why is everything. Don't say so. anything. I'm pissed about it. So good day, galaxy. Um, I just have to say, I'm just really happy that I ended up nabbing two of these because it is one of the best black series that I've ever seen in my life. Why would you say that? Well, all the Black Series are supposed to be a little higher quality than the normal toys, which they usually are. But sometimes they make them look goofy as fuck, especially with their faces. Like, there's there can be times where, like, Obi-Wan's face just does not look... It's just some random old dude with the beard. Does not look anything like Obi-Wan. This right. guy actually looks like an old version of Jango Fett. This because they used Tamara cool. Morrison's thing. It's just... It's, it's a great figure. Box is cool. He's got accessories. He's got his double pistols. He's got the big rifle thing. His helmet comes off. He's got his little... Broken squad pod. Broken. <laughs> fucking broken Rex now. <laughs> what, what? Eric Silvey. Welcome. What's up, Eric? Welcome, welcome. Yeah, Rex, uh, the Black, Black Series Rex. And it looks dirty. Dude, he looks fucking badass. It's uh, it's a good... Uh... Just, I'm always in love with the clones, man. Sorry, we're, we're, we're looking at it ourselves, but uh, giveaway squad pod here. We're trying to keep it. <laughs> um, well, you, Commander already has one. So uh, we're going to be... Hell yeah. Giving this one to you, turds. Yeah, so stay tuned. We'll do that in a little bit. So what's been going on? We're in person. It's Welcome. not been happening lately. Yeah. It's a good occurrence. Yeah. It's fun shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ready. I'm ready for that beer right now. All right. Well, well, well as we get this stuff I'm set up. thirsty squad. Um, right head on over to, if you haven't already, Patreon page. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Rogue Squad Pod. All we're asking, we're get, we got we broke it down. Buy asking. us one beer a month. One beer a month. One bun. And let's call it five five bucks. Five bucks a month. You can buy us each a beer. <laughs> a beer. A beer, McLovin. And it could keep us lubed up and happy and excited for uh, future endeavors. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. The lube is the important part. <laughs> it's hard to do episodes but, without that. But uh, we, we appreciate everybody that's been over there. Um, we do have a uh, special... Uh, message board for the, our Patreon members. So on a regular basis, we're chatting with the uh, our Patreons. Yeah. Is that what they're called? Patrons? Patrons? Um, Patronites. Patronizers. Uh, Patronese. Patty Mayonnaise. Uh, <laughs> I didn't like, yeah. Yep. So uh, like I said, Rogue Squad Pod on Patreon. Uh, you can search it, find us, um, send us a couple of dataries, Republic credits. A couple of big um, And it, it goes a long way. Uh, it, it's, it, we appreciate it. 
greatly. It makes us feel all warm and fuzzy. It makes me get oh, happy, <laughs> hammered. Happy. <laughs> hammered. Perfect. So uh, we're going to oh, be busting into the Rogue Squadron. Are you pouring this thing out or no? I don't think so. Man, you never pour shit out. No, this is a, a pretty... Uh, Got to use the Thrones, man. Got to use the Thrones mug. So we're, we're, we're breaking into our uh, beer review here. We've got the Luxon from Actual Brewing, which is local to Columbus. One of our favorite local breweries. Uh, what, last year they, they uh, did a collaboration with a beer with us for yep. Rogue One. We did it Rouge One, and it was delicious. Uh, they're great, great sports, good beer risers. And that, if you're in Columbus and you like that and you had that or you didn't get it and you want to... We only, they only made that once and it was just that night and it was half a keg. So it was gone. And like, we, I think we drank the whole thing before anybody got any, but land grant has something called the one rye, uh, <laughs> one goal, one ride. It's a rye IPA and it sounds just the same. It's, or it sounds just the same. It tastes just the sounds. Nicole said, uh, star whore right here. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Star whore right here. Hey, Nicole's hey. always here. Awesome. Shout out to everybody who's live with us. Um, that looks like water. It like, does. It looks like water. Like the, guys, the glass itself is already amber, so it looks like yeah. there's nothing in there. Yeah. I got mine in a in a can. <laughs> we need to get that Patreon up to 66. That's what I'm talking about. That's what the goal should be. I'm gonna change that actually. Patreon 66. Um yeah, this this is a, gonna be a really refreshing beer. I think we've both had this. This is one of their best, man. Um it's a very drinkable, it's a golden Saison, five point six percent alcohol. Got goddamn Ramsey's on the cover. And it says this luxurious golden Saison ale is gilded with the precious. What is that word? Phenolix? Phenolix? And esters. They're making shit up. Time to do research, squad pod. Chemistry squadron. I'm not do it. I actually um, don't want to do it. So, well, let's just cheers. Probably just a type of hops, maybe. I don't know. Squadrons. That was the quietest cheers ever. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, it's different than I what we always, had earlier, but it's so good. So the the one thing I've noticed greatly with Actual is their malt is so prominent in all of their beers. It's like, and it's not it's not even fu- like an issue. I love it's not tasting them. It's not, right. but you can definitely t- taste it in all of their beers. Like yeah. it's that's the core of all. In the it must be the type of malt they use. This is the toasty roasties. <laughs> toasty roasties. When someone explained to me the bubblegum character of certain beers, this is the first beer that I had where I actually got that feeling yeah. when we had it. Bubblegum like, and banana. Yeah, and the mouthfeel. Like, people don't talk about mouthfeel that much unless they're, like, legit fucking beer risers. And we don't really know what we're talking about most of the time. But this has a great mouthfeel. feels like you're chewing bubblegum and drinking beer at the same time. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. No, this is a uh, very drinkable Saison. Um, very refreshing. Mm. Uh, it's not too overpowering. It's very blend. It's very blended good. I very, quit. Very guys, good, guys, go home. <laughs> Gotta go home. Time to leave. Very blended oh, good. Um, I'm very, very happy with this beer. Transmute a golden treasure into yourself. I don't know. They're using a lot of big words there. A lot more people here. They're poetryizing. <laughs> for that shit. Poetryizing. Did you say alcohol content? No, all hey, that fun stuff. Listen, Commander. What? That was a haiku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome, guys. Tommy Boy was partied out today. <laughs> yeah. We had too much. Too, too much. much. Too, too much, much last night. Not enough. Too much. <laughs> um, 
All right, this is delicious. Um, I'm going to say it's a three-star beer because I love it. Oh, I was going to say two. That's true. <laughs> no, it I got way too excited about it. It doesn't blow me away, but it is extremely drinkable. Um, I don't know. It's like the be- one of the best Saisons I've ever had. Yeah, I don't. It's not. Not that I'm a Saison connoisseur of sorts. It's got like a uh, Michael Jackson tight-fitted Lustorious. It's Ramsey's. On the front here, yeah, I'm, it's it's good. It's very drinkable. Uh, it's not too high in alcohol. It's not too low. It's kind of just a good average. Um, I, I just oh, it's really good. Yeah, hey, I'm, I'm definitely not giving it a three though. <sighs> Conflicted. Really? You think it's that good? Maybe sit on it. I try to. Hey. <laughs> oh Jesus! Partied out, man. You like let out a force ghost with your burp. <laughs> Jude <laughs> That's what That sounded like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. For the sake of agreement, I'll go down to a two and we'll agree. Zach Merritt, who is a patron patron of ours, says, sorry, guys, I can only afford one PBR a month. That's fine. And we'll drink it. (laughs) We'll take it. He's always got Miller in stock and that's pretty much same price. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. Awesome. Um, Now, we do want to also let you guys know if you're local to Columbus, uh, December 15th, um, is going to be our episode eight event. Uh, we were shooting for Thursday. We got bumped to Friday. It almost works better because we're going to be doing a, a larger party. Uh, and it, with uh, people's work, with people's work weeks, uh, it should be uh, a little more um, better. For yeah, them. people like to party a little bit more on a Friday, which is cool. And anyone that's, uh, I think we'll catch more people that maybe aren't extreme diehard fans, but still love Star Wars and maybe convert them into a deeper love of the fandom, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I See if I can... uh, What are you talking about? I I know. (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? Hold it. Hold up. Hold up. Sorry. Uh, Yeah, so this is uh, the info and shit that we have going on. So it'll be the 15th. Snoop Dogg! Wow, we hit 700 people. And we haven't promoted this yet. Just keep that in mind. 700 people are interested <laughs> in our event, and we haven't done anything with it if yet. If you're... Um, oh, we did get confirmation. We're, we're doing a, a beer again, a custom beer. It's with Land Grant this time. Land Grant. Guys, we are so excited. And uh, we just got done talking about brewery. actual brewing, and they were great sports, and it was awesome. Um, we, we went with Land Grant this time just to switch things up. I'll have to do a new one every year. Man, Land Grant's humongous. It's a great son, beer. I'm looking at you. Seven son. The Han Solo film. Smugglers... Rejoice. I was trying to think of a, a beer name. Smuggler's Sweat. <laughs> Smuggler's Stout. There you go. Smuggler's Smuggler Stout. Uh, so this is the info. So all, everything's happening on the Facebook event. So if you haven't already clicked that interested or going button, uh, make sure you do that. You'll get all the updates because we will be dishing stuff out because we don't know 100% about the movie. Um, if you're listening live with us right now, the trailer is supposed to air in two days on October 9th. Monday Night Football halftime. So once that comes out, tickets will actually be on sale and then we'll know a little bit more about like show times and stuff like that. We will be selling uh, um, special tickets for our event and it'll include a showing. Um, so keep that in mind if you guys are uh, already going. We already have ni- 92 people that have said are going and 700 more that said, <clears throat> yeah, we'll probably fucking be there. Yeah. Um, so it will be a special uh, ticket prices for that event on oh, that Friday. Um, just stay tuned. We'll, we'll be uh, releasing uh, ticket prices and all that once we uh, get that stuff squared away. And so, if you guys have been to our other... Um, you always say other weird and I want to stab you in the head. How do I say other? Other. That's how you say it. 
if you have been you, to our other. Yeah, that's exactly how you say our, it. Our other events. There's you so would know. many others. Respect that woman. Others. <laughs> other events. Other. Sorry. Other. Like a you. Other. You say other. If you've been to our other events. See? Other. other. I, I get you. I got you. Or like an, there's an E Fucking in there. Han and Han. You can do it. I can say whatever I want. Whoever says Han, turn this off. <laughs> Han Solo. His best friend fucking says hand. I swear to God, if Snoke said your, your, uh, your, uh, your, what does he say? Your father. In the hands of your father. Hand Solo. <laughs> I would have lost it. We I would have just take, got up and walked out. <laughs> we should take Lando saying hand and put that over Snoke's thing. In the fa- in the hands of your father. Han Sala. Han Sala. <laughs> Sulu. What was I, what, what happened with the derailment of the grammar? You said other. Other. Yeah, if you've been to our other events, but what, where was I going with that? I had some important announcement to say. Guys, this one's going to be the best one ever. So, other. <laughs> be there, be square. Um, it's going to be at the uh, Gateway Movie Cinema Film oh, Center. Film, Filmway Gate Center. Um, that play, this place is going to be packed. We got the 501st coming. Fuck yeah. Um, we do have our, our three artist buddies that are going to be making it. So if you want some nice, awesome prints. That's what I was going to say. And not only are they going to be there as usual, if you've been to our other events, you've seen other. other. You've seen Ren and Mike and Matt and hopefully bought some of their prints. They're making a custom Last Jedi. I you said Ren. That was the first one I said. I didn't hear Ren's that. first in my why, list. Why aren't the other ones first? <laughs> Fucking kill you. <laughs> That's Trigger. like the name of it. How do, how do I spell ether the way I say it? It's like e- I spelled it out. E- it o- like ether. You say e o ether ether. All right, I'm just out move on. Move on. Fucking anyways, the artists are making a custom Last Jedi poster. Everyone that buys a ticket is going to get one. It's going to be awesome. There's a preview on the Facebook event of Luke's face. Can't I? I don't. I can't fathom fucking artists and how they design stuff and make it look so realistic. How do you look at a blank piece of paper and just like I know what the fuck I'm gonna put on there? Right. I end up with a goddamn cartoon and there's a bunch of dicks on it and stuff. It's ridiculous. Tit man, classic tit man. tit man. Oh my god. Oh, we have a we found a random old folder of a bunch of bullshit from high school. Um, patrons are gonna get. This is hilarious. I'm kind of embarrassed, but it's gonna be funny. What are you doing? Playing with toys. Patrons are going to get a copy of. A custom KOTOR screenplay that we wrote in high school. We were so obsessed with KOTOR and that's all we could think about. And we decided to make a, I think it was like a prequel. Like we were going to write it a was, movie that, that was between yeah. Revan and Malik when you'll see Ma- Malik lose his jaw and like Revan's in the Mandalorian Wars. It was supposed to be a prequel to KOTOR. So I wrote a whole fucking short film script. So I'm going to upload that shit so everybody can read it and cringe. That's for patrons only. That might cause some patrons to leave, actually. They probably don't <laughs> want to see that shit. I paid for what? Oh, my God. Uh, it was cool, though. It was fun. I think it'll be interesting to read at the very least. So, oh, shit. No one can see that. We're amazed at nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's a fun trick, though. We're balancing beer cans on their angle. How you can... Okay, guys. <laughs> Balance bot bot. All right. Everybody shout out right now. Yeah, if you haven't said anything... That means I don't have your name written down. So say something right now. Say something. Lots more. People. We're going to be getting into the actual drawing for the Black Series Rex. Um, we're super excited because uh, we love sending you guys shit. Mm-hmm. We do. And it's fun. And like, like I said, this is one of my favorite Black Series that there that there has been. It's fairly exclusive. So it was kind of hard to nab. It was one of those fucking Hasbro ones where they said um, two per household. So we did the same thing when we got the Revan. So, 
Eric Sylvie's pulling out some uh, high school shit over here. <laughs> was that written after the Star Wars Trivia Day? I think it was probably before, Dern and after that Star Wars Trivia Day. Yeah. But we we found a folder of all the ridiculous things that we drew during that class. And you'll know with... <laughs> it's unforgivable us things. and Dan Villani just went crazy on some fucking stick figure madness. So we do have to give a shout out. Eric Eric Silvio is in the chat with us. He uh, actually went to high school with us uh, back east of Cleveland. So um, yeah, it's awesome. I wish we were still friends, but we're not. Yeah, I don't like him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Pissed about it. Oh, guys. So what do we, who do we got on the list so far? Because we I want to make sure. Yeah, so I don't want anyone to get missed out. We got Travis Dunn, Brian Shannon, Darth Sakaris, Dakota Jones, Dustin Thompson, Josh Gardner, Elite Bricks. Welcome. Lego dude, I guess. Jake Smith, Amber, Eric, Sylvie, and Nicole Sedano. Welcome. Star Horse, she said. She Star Horse. Star Horse, here, here. <laughs> yeah, so if you, if you didn't hear your name, say some bullshit right now so we can pick this thing and we can send you this thing. Also got some pins and some stickers I'll send. And uh, yeah. Empty beer cans. Empty beer. Yeah. I'll give I'll you one you a, empty beer can from all the reviews that we've done. Because they're a, all sitting over here. A medical bill that I owe money on. <laughs> uh, let's see what else I can send you. Price for my tickets for celebration from 2019. A loofah. Used loofah. Wait. Um, a space loofah. <laughs> a space loofah. Um, you want to talk about anything else? Are you ready to? I say let's do the giveaway because right. uh, these people have been patient enough getting through the beer review. You guys were. It was awesome. All right. So like I said, if you, I feel bad. I feel like someone, I'm going to click the randomizer and someone's going to log in right after that. We told them we're already running late. We yeah, told we were, them we were waiting. So. <laughs> you guys are patient as hell. Um, all right. A few more seconds. Yeah. Handful of sneakers. Handful of sneakers. Get me wasn't paying attention. Good call. <laughs> He's already hammered. You had one fucking Miller Lite. Come on, handful. <laughs> I love it. Space Lifa. Space Lifa. <laughs> 50 credits. 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 All right. This is it, guys. I'm randomizing this shit. It's all on the list. You ready? For the Captain Clone Rex. Let's do it. Captain Clone Rex. Captain. Captain, Captain Rex. Clone. <laughs> Make it happen, Captain. All right. Randomization happens in now. Amber. Awesome. Our Amber winner. has won all the giveaways. Because when we did the May f the 4th thing at Gateway, she won the first whole batch of prizes. We've got the luckiest human being. With the Drew Carpitian signed Revan book and all the rest of it. Or was it the Bane book? It was the Revan book. Revan book. Yeah. It was the Revan book. And the Star Wars on vinyl. She's got a whole entire room to fill with Star Wars merch. So congratulations to Amber. Amber. Fuck yeah. Good job. Good job. Good job. Yeah. You, did. yeah. you logged on. Good job logging on. So Amber wins uh the clone captain Rex. We'll make uh so PM us or email us with your address and we'll ship this thing over to you with some stuff. And or just fucking stop by because you're right down the street. That's true. And since you're in Columbus, I'm sure we'll see you at the theater in uh three months. Two, two months, two months. Yeah. We got yeah, two. Shit. Guys, we are so excited for the it's nine uh, weeks away, man. Episode eight, man. <sighs> All right. Well, there you go. Captain Rex, man. All right, mother effas. You only use a space loofah on your taint. Guys. Guys. What? We need to calm it down. <laughs> I'm okay this with isn't, the taint loofahs. This isn't taint squad pod scruffles. <laughs> Loose scruffles. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about loofahs the entire rest of the episode. 
All right. So, um, we got some new things we're going to talk about. What? The big... Oh, nice. The big... Um, the big thing is... <laughs> what is I'm happening? I'm still getting over my sickness, man. Are you dying? Bod bod. The more we record, the sicker he gets. I just can't fucking live anymore. It's, you know, it's hot outside. It's sticky. It's, I can't deal with it anymore. I need more beer. I'm hungover. Oh, my God. Can't feel my legs. Okay, Brian guys. Brian Shannon said, Amber Mihal. That's a funny way to pronounce my name. <laughs> good one. Good one. Good one. I love it. You guys, you know, you're going to get, you get something. By the way, if anyone is on here right now still and is triggered pissed about not getting the Rex, if you want anything, let us know. We got some stickers. We got some small... Um, Star Wars, like little, maybe some little Lego things or a Funko Pop here and there laying around that we could send out. So just let us know. Some comic books. We got some old comic books that have been read already. Vader and, and Maul. And, and that's something that we'll definitely do uh, going forward for all the patrons. Uh, we'll start putting small stuff together and sending it out your way. Uh, you guys can do the same thing. Send us fucking cough drops and shit because I can't <laughs> do any of this. We'll probably need some Alka Seltzer. <laughs> all right, give me one of these. Three out of three. Are you? Are we? Were we setting on three out of three, or are you come come down? I already went back to down to two. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah, just to appease your ass. Okay, you didn't have to, but it's the right right thing to do. <laughs> um, so like one last time, congrats to Amber. We're gonna be trying to do a lot more giveaways uh, for you guys because we love seeing you and getting sending you stuff. Yeah, um, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy. And there'll be actually there'll be a good amount coming up because New York Comic Con's happening right now. Um, they announced a few new Black Series figures. That they released some bounty hunters in the last run or two. Um, and now Dengar and Forlom are added to the mix if you guys are in fans of the bounty hunters in episode five. Who? And then Dengar? I know Dengar. Forlom. What is For Forlom? Forlom and uh, yeah, not a lot of people know unless you're super into the mother effing bounty hunters. Dengar, or <laughs> Jesus Christ, Forlom and Zuckus. Are two of the bounty hunters? They're like android looking mother, 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 mother efforts. Oh, okay. So here's we here we got Dengar and or <laughs> keep saying it, damn it, Forlom and Zuckus from episode five. I... So this is some creature dude, and then this is Forlom. It's like his android partner droid. Thing. He's a C3PO death sticks. Look at his chest plate. That's a C3PO. That's a uh... jet black 3PO. But yeah, so now now they're in the mix. So all of the bounty hunters from episode five now have black, new black series lines. So that's coming out. And one thing that I thought was really cool was Lando in disguise in Jabba's palace with that little mask thing. Yeah, they're coming out with that. That's pretty cool. I thought that was sweet. I always thought that was one of the one cringeworthy moment in the Star Wars universe. Was that is when entire Jabba scene. Well, the Lando when he has his mask, and yeah, and he looks through it like it's a fuck. Yeah, exactly. Pan. Is that him? Still a chance to wear a mask. <laughs> Still a chance. Gotta uh, save Han. Got to. He ain't yeah, gonna that, do that. himself. <sighs> I don't want to shit on things or be pissed about everything. But <laughs> for anyone that hates Seven or hates the prequels for some reason, go watch Jabba's Palace scene in episode six. Rethink your entire existence. Jabba scene, the Renat, the Ewoks. Like, we're talking major shit. That's why I play that stupid fucking annoying song while we were getting ready for the stream just to troll everybody. And, we, and we're just being sour assholes, but... Uh, yeah, I love it. It's... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, so we do obviously have big news uh, for... We're, we've been playing the Battlefront 2 beta. Yes. Um, 
So we downloaded it last week. Been Freaking playing it slowly. And rave and bullshit about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we're eagerly anticipating the trailer on Monday so we can talk about that because that's like the biggest news we've gotten in and, a long time. And we'll be going live hopefully Monday night to kind of discuss thoughts and uh, generational isms. Guys, I make shit up. Uh, that was, <laughs> There's the name of the episode. What? Transistent Squad. Guys. Transistent. What? Sour assholes. <laughs> Sour assholes. That so, was, so, yeah. What? What? Sometimes I feel like we interrupt each other more now than when you're in PA and we're on the fucking Skype call. <laughs> Why would you? Why? Stop Scott? it. <laughs> so we've been geeked about the Battlefront beta. I was, my anticipation leading up to it was pretty intense. I was, I was really excited about so it. So show them your new thing. Yeah. And not, now I've been back balls deep into, into video games, which I had taken kind of a break from just because I didn't know what to play. Um, but I went out today. We got a, I got a new gaming monitor, which is right there. Right there. Really good. And I was looking, looking for a new controller for a while, and I found this motherfucking thing. What, what are you doing? I'm playing. <laughs> <laughs> this, which has like the original Xbox kind of green and gray colors, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So this is my new controller. And I got to say, I don't want to uh, like try to convince people that my reliance on skill at video games is based on the equipment, but that new monitor makes a hell of a difference. And I was fucking slaying people in Battlefront today. Yeah. After I got, and the brand new controller probably helps a little bit. Like there's no dead zone in the fucking joysticks and things, but I was going hard on those fuckers. I saw morning. it. I saw how hard he was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, when I was looking for a new controller and I ended up with that the uh, sour dust whatever fuck sunblast sunburst. You started Didn't that you? with sour dust, <laughs> um, like dust from a fucking warhead. But I was yeah, I was looking at this one and uh, for whatever reason I was looking at it online and it just it looked too weird. But seeing it in person, I do like the uh, the gray. I do like the gray a lot. Sour assholes. He was low key shitting on that music. Yeah, I know. That's why I played it for you. Just for you. Gotta roll. It's date night. Time to get hammered. Yes! I love hearing that. It's so fucking funny. What? What is it? He said, I gotta roll. It's date night. Time to get hammered. It's day night time. Date night. How can it be a date night time? Welcome to the podcast. Um, let's just dive right into the Battlefront 2. Ether. There's I'm no gonna keep, it's gonna piss you off every time I say that. And I'm just gonna say it on purpose. Ever. Ever. I hate it. Um, so pleasantly surprised. Anything what what's your what are we gonna surprised? Uh I have been all the grumpy people that I complain about when it comes to Star Wars. That's who I've been as a as a player of the Battlefront beta. That's me. I like I'm it. I'm the complainer it's, squad pod. It, it there is obvious things that it just doesn't make sense. Like you there's no squads, so you can't like team up. It it doesn't feel like it's there's like no teamwork. You don't have to. It's really much much closer to like a, a Call of Duty where you just can run in and shoot people. You don't really have to work as a team. Um, the, and then there's no spawn points. You can't spawn on other people. You have to. It like starts you in a corner every time. I'm shaking my head the rest of the episode. Oh Jesus. So, but it's a fun game. It's it looks. Obviously, it looks good. The maps are cool. I really enjoy the maps. The maps are cool. The maps are well made. 
it's there's, smooth there's too for a beta. Now. It is very smooth. The, the shooting and things are very smooth. Guns feel pretty well balanced. I mean, it's not a terrible game. I think we're spoiled from Battlefield 4. And we also spent two straight years saying Battlefront 2 better come out and be just like Battlefield 4, but with Star Wars stuff. And I'm let down by it. Of course, it wasn't going to be exactly that, but... I um, think there's just key elements to Battlefield that they could have pulled. Like the targeting, like the tagging system is such a simple thing. Because it's dice, especially. That's the most egregious thing is that the fucking developer also made Battlefield 4. Yeah. So it's, it's a, a lot more game. complex a- than the first one was. It's a much better game, period. There's three, fa- obviously, there's three eras, two factions per era. Mm-hmm. There's four classes for each side. So that gives some more diversity to the game. So that's one big thing that they actually did right. So I'm happy with that. Um, I'm sure we'll see more after the beta, but the weapons are not very diverse. There's just two per class. But you could... I I, think that's just limited for the beta. I do like the upgrades, though. Those upgrade cards. It's kind of like battle... It's like battle packs in Battlefield. Yes. Um, So you can... And and it's the same thing for the Starfighter. And that's what I've kind of latched on to because that's, I think... I'm trying to get into the game that sets why it sets it what sets this game apart from all the other like even the first one. So the three Star, eras. The Starfighter or the three eras, so the characters That's the biggest and, one. The maps and I think the gameplay. So like the Starfighter Assault is is different in this. And I then will, yes, I will say that is one big thing like Starfighter Assault is a great mode and it feels really smooth. And it's big. It's and I've been really terrible big. at flying games forever, but I was playing, I was getting a little bit better today, but yeah, like it's, it feels very smooth. And I think that's going to be, you know, a, a favorite. And it's cool because it, it like, it's class specific, just kind of like the, um, the soldiers. If you want to be a specialist or assault or officer, you know, you can have the radio TIE fighter, but the, uh, TIE advanced or the, uh, what is it? Interceptor. Interceptor yeah. is available in the TIE bomber. So, uh, you can pick your own thing and kind of run it and roll it and have fun with it. I hope they add some more ships down the line is my only thing. Tide Defender. I want to see a Tide Defender. Like, uh, I just, I don't want to complain the whole time, but I, I actually do kind of want to complain. It's missing a lot, but I, I still think it's a fun game. That's where, that's kind of where I'm at. Fun. It's definitely fun. I just don't want, we're playing on a uh, console, Travis Dunn. We're on Xbox. So if you have an Xbox, Xbox, give us your fucking gamer tag, guys, and we'll play. Holy shit, man. What's that? What's that from, by the way? This, this voice. I hear you do that all the Holy time. Holy shit, you sons And of Fred bitches. does it all the time, too. Yo, our, our buddy Fred, we used to work at uh, PetSmart, and he had a manager that, that slurred like this, and he'd get so pissed, and he'd be yelling at you, you sons of bitches. What Sounds is- like there's radio static popping in every time oh, you do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And he was he was telling me a story <laughs> that, uh, that that manager got so pissed because, you know, Fred... And, and his buddies weren't working. They were just kind of fucking around. Yeah. It's like, one of these days, I'm going to come in here with a shotgun and shoot your head <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, my God. Just voice. the characters that you couldn't even make up. It's It has to be a real human being. <laughs> you shot the bitches. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> it's unforgivable. Um, back to, back to battle. <laughs> Battlefront. Um, the, the classic tangent. So what, what do you like about the game? Like, what are, what are the major... Really? <laughs> the classes are important. I'm glad they got rid of those, like, let me go over here to pick up a Pokemon card so I can double up and level yes. up. The point system's cool because as you yes. get as you go through, you can spend it on whatever you want. Yeah, and it's reminiscent of Battlefront 2, which people like, is where as you do better in the game, you rack up points 
And then the next time you get to spawn, instead of doing a normal soldier, you can spend the points to spawn as a hero or get in a vehicle or, yeah, be a, a, like an upgraded kind of um, soldier. Advanced trooper, yeah. Which is reminiscent of the second one. Like, whoever's doing best in the game, once you get to X amount of points, you get to spawn as Obi-Wan or whatever it is. Right. So w- that feels familiar to us, which is good. The thing that I really I don't like is in order to get in a vehicle, you have to spawn, use those points in like a bonus fucking class to spawn as a tank or as a vehicle or as a starfighter on a map. Mm-hmm. I, I really just wish that there were vehicles on the map ready for anyone to get into. I can't, I can't fathom why they didn't put that in the actual game. So you're, I mean, you're go, we're going back to Battlefield Four. Well, even though no, you even start on each, two though, you, but like, yeah, you see a platform. There's Tie Fighters there. You go walk, walk up, press Y, and jump in it, or an ATAT, or an ATST, or the turrets, any of that stuff. I just, yeah. I, I don't like the fact that you have to wait until you get some points to cash them in to get into a vehicle. Vehicles should be an integral part of the maps. That's one thing that, like, it's Star Wars. Like, it should feel more like a war. And like you said about the spawning stuff, like, that's... The spawn points are completely fucked. It makes no sense. That just... it, it I feel like that's a, a no... Like, that makes so much sense. Why would you not do that? Like, I want to spawn... I just walked halfway like across the battle. Points. Yeah. Well, that even be able to spawn on people on your team i don't understand i hope that they fucking fix that before the game comes out that is they're not gonna <laughs> i don't play betas very often so i don't know what is messed up just because it's a beta and that i can calm down about or stuff that's literally not going to be in the game and it's here in the beta and this is what it's going to look like in the game i think this game is set like they're not changing stuff I think what they're all they're doing is making sure the game is smooth, it works, and and they're working out the bugs for the beta. I'm telling you right now that I keep, I know we keep ranting about the squads, but it's unforgivable. It makes it not fun to play with a group of people because you can't coordinate stuff together because every time you spawn, it's random. You can't spawn on each other. Like, you can't go to specific spawn points. Well, it takes a lot of, like, the tactical of parts of war out and it feels like a random mess of people just swarming each other and killing yeah. each other yeah it just yeah it makes it more uh it just makes it more random instead of tactical it is very closed in war too i feel like the even though the maps are big there's so much shit in a way that like like we're t- we look at like a battlefield map like, there's spots where you can roll. It makes sense for, like, a vehicle to roll in, and there's a lot of room to do that. And sometimes if you're running point from point A to point B, you might be out in the middle of fucking nowhere in between points. This one, there's so much shit in the way that even when you, if you get into a, a vehicle, it's like, okay, I'm I, all I can see is between these two buildings. Yeah. And that's it. Like, there's no tac- tactical points beyond that. Like, I'm just going to shoot whatever's in this alleyway until until I turn around. In in the battlefield stuff, you can, like, if I'm in a tank, I can look the fucking the other way, look towards B and be like, oh, shit, there's another tank coming down here. Let me set up for that and, like, think about this. And there's, 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 it's very, it's very Call of Duty Star Wars that it's every man for himself. Even the point system, which we just said we liked, it's the exact same thing. I got 10 kills in a row and I get a fucking airstrike and blah, I like blah, blah. It. I like it for certain things. 
I think it makes a lot of sense for the upgraded troopers and for the heroes. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because you obviously can't, you can't get into a Darth Maul on the map and then run around. So it makes sense for that. But the vehicle thing is unforgivable. The vehicle should be there. It should be ready to roll. When you're in the Naboo thing and you spawn as the CIS, if you're, in, you're invading Naboo, there should be a fucking array of tanks right there that you can jump in. Yeah. I don't know. about that. I don't know. The, the spawning stuff in the, uh, the Takadana map is really obnoxious as well. Because what happens, if you haven't played it, it's this mode called Strike. And basically what happens is there's, there's some, some items. It's like demolition. That one team guards and the other team has to grab it from the enemy base and bring it back to their base. Makes sense. Yeah, there's modes like this before. Everyone knows kind of the feeling of it. So <clears throat> the item is in Maz's palace. All the resistance members spawn in Maz's palace. Cool, that makes sense. And the first order spawns outside of it, obviously. But as soon as that first, as soon as the match starts, everyone spawns there. And then from there on out, the spawning is totally random. And then as soon as the first order grabs the artifact or whatever it's called, then the resistance is randomly spawning back at the fucking first order ship. How yeah, does that make that, any sense? That doesn't. They should be like, Maz's palace is the resistance spot. They should be spawning there in multiple spots to protect the thing. And the first order should be spawning back by their shit. It just makes, like, besides the gameplay mechanic, it just, like, canonically just makes sense for that to happen. Well, it doesn't It doesn't make sense. Like, you got two sides. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. It doesn't make sense for them to all of a sudden spawn on the other side of the map in a war. Like, why? If you're defending a castle, then you're going to be in a castle. Yeah. Just because I enter the castle doesn't mean all of a sudden you're across the beach having fucking parties. That, that was just, it blew my mind. That doesn't make any fucking sense at all. Yeah. Besides squads and spawning on your partner and command points, just that. Just as soon as the enemy grabs this, all the spawn points change, and now you're spawning in enemy territory, like that stuff just, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. So I'm, I'm, I'm really, I really can't let go um, the squad stuff. And what happens too, by the way, so if you haven't played, if, if you, once you pick your, um, your class, it takes you to a little screen and there's four spots and you're there and you have 10 seconds to spawn and it's trying to add other players into your group and you all spawn together. Spawn what? Spawn what? You said spawn what? Spawn point? Spawn what? I've Ether. Ether. I don't know the fuck he's talking about. What did, <laughs> what did you hear that you thought you heard? I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, it puts you in a little group of four, and before you spawn, it's waiting for other players to join this little group, and then you spawn together. Okay, well, we can't matchmake with our friends, so I can't make a fucking party of myself and three other people that are playing Battlefront so that we always spawn in that group of four. It's completely random. So you click to spawn, you pop up there, and maybe three people show up, and maybe they don't. And then you spawn in a random spot that you have no control over. And once that happens, like there's no reason for you guys to stick together. Everybody just runs their separate ways. Is there not um, even like command posts to take over in any of the gameplay? That's so dumb. Because yeah. that's part of Battlefront 2, the original. Yeah. That's the whole point of the game. And it's the main the main game mode in all the Battlefield games. It's command point points. Yeah. Capturing a command post. That's command post Come is a on. fucking meme for Christ's sake, for Anakin's sake, please. It's a meme. Capturing a command post. Everyone knows that because we all played Battlefront 2. Well, one and two. 
The Empire has just, taken another command post. We've lost a command post. I just can't believe there's only five game modes. So this is what has shown up on the menu. We have Galactic Assault, which is the one from all the footage that we saw on Naboo. So it's the longer one where you have to... You start in one phase, and you have to protect this tank, and then it blows up the doors, and then you all go into the castle. That's one phase. And then once you break into the throne room, that's like the last phase on Naboo. So I it, do it, like probably, the it probably varies from planet to planet. I do like that aspect of the game, though, how you can like work yourself through the you know yes. the phases of a battle. Because yes. the uh, the Starfighter Assault is the same way. Yes. Where you, 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 you drive in, drive in on your goddamn TIE Fighter, driving, driving on Fodies. <laughs> A 40-inch wheel. Um, but, uh, I mean, you fly in and you take care of one thing and then you got to take out the shield generator. So you do that. And then as you're doing that, you take out the fucking life support systems. I don't know why they made me laugh. The shield generator. <laughs> Generators. <laughs> but it is, it's like, uh, yes. it's, you can see the progression of the battle. Yes. Like, and it, it gives you, it's kind of like Rush. Not the band, but the rush in, in Battlefield. Fucking is variety. So, yeah, you, you take the two command posts, and then you advance into the, you know, you, you work the, hey. It is variety, just like you said. I like it. I yeah, do I know like what it. You mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I... <sighs> the single player is what I'm ex excited for, too. Stun says, yeah. Um, yeah, that campaign's going to be sick. I and, I'll, and I still stand by the, the actual, like, lasers, the guns. They work really well. I felt like in the first one, that like when you shot, there was like it took a second to actually like shoot the laser yeah. and for it to get to the, the other person. Play is a lot better, and you had to like aim ahead. Yeah, just engage it yourself, but you had no idea. You know, yeah. um, the gunplay is a lot better in this one, especially in the Starfighter Assault too, because it actually gives you a little bubble to aim at, and if you're shooting at that bubble, you're leading the fire, and it right. So it and it doesn't like take away from the game. I think it, it really helps. Yeah, it really does help. So. Yeah. That's that's good stuff. Um, so game modes, like I was saying, we have Galactic Assault, which is the big one. We have Starfighter, which is the only one that's in space. We have Strike, which is the one where you have to capture the thing and bring it to your base. We have Blast, which isn't in the beta, which is like Team Deathmatch. And then we have Heroes versus Villains, which was also not in the beta. So that they, one is going to be fun. They better start adding more. And like as, as this game grows... I don't want them just to add maps. I want them to add modes. gameplays. Yeah. Yeah, I just... I can't believe that there's only five game modes. But Battlefield, that's what they did too. Because as you bought DLCs, it actually gave you but more... But even then, it started with like 15 game modes. Yeah. And then they added like 10 more. It's very true, Dice. <laughs> Way to roll the dice. You dumbass. Ironic. They can create Battlefield 4. <laughs> but not Battlefront. But, but not Battlefront. <laughs> got to think of the right phrase to make that meme out of oh yeah i'll think of it i think um i think the single player is going to be cool oh you the know story alone as well is, is that the fucking co-op it's co-op it's old school co-op you have to fucking be on the same xbox split screen you can't do co-op over the internet that's the dumbest thing i've heard since someone else said something dumb listen you like this is what i've i've discovered is that this whole new gen of games has trained people to know that when you play with friends, everyone needs their own Xbox. When you play multiplayer in any game, you need your Xbox with your characters, you match make with people, and you fucking play. And now all of a sudden, we have the first split screen mode we've seen in like five years. What the hell? 
You know how great of a game that could really be if it was you and I playing together co-op online and it was just like we we had to go and do a mission. Yeah. If it was a specific co-op mission, like Spec that'd Ops be from so Call of Duty. fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. You know what they should do is also like a wave thing where... Yeah. Like it's part of the co-op where you and I yeah. would just fight off waves of stuff. Yeah. And set up turrets. Yeah. And spawn points. Yeah. And kill. That is one thing actually that they fucking lost from the first one. They had a ton of game modes. They had like 10 or more game modes on the first Battlefront. The first new one? Yeah, the one yeah. from 2015. Because yeah. they did have a survival mode on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. Fuck, man. That, I love that survival stuff. I love it. Come on, guys. I am pissed. It's a fun about game. the fucking game. It's a fun game, and it is still the beta. I don't know how much is going to change. I highly doubt anything. <laughs> um, but we were, talk we were talking a little bit about the, the single player. I think the the it'll be fun because it's going to be very specific. You get to be Iden Verso. Why is everything Ur Urso or Verso? Versio. I hate it. I hate it. Just na name fucking she, she's a fine -ass Malcolm Chisenhall. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Why does it always have to be? <laughs> Chisenhall sounds like a fucking... Like a town hall in Skyrim. <laughs> All right. I gotta, I gotta make sure I text myself the name of the episode. Malcolm Chisenhall. Um, I am very, very excited for the, the single player. I think it's going to take you into... Uh, well, obviously, you're, you're playing as a, an Imperial soldier. Aiden is uh, part of the Empire. And it starts off where the Emperor's dead and how do we move forward. So you can get direct... Um, orders Turd from your Fergular. <laughs> Turd Fergular. Yes. Keep going about Iden and the Empire. Well, they did have the a, a tire or a, a trailer for the beta that because you, you couldn't actually play single player on the beta, it was yeah. locked. Yeah. But um, it did have kind of an extended trailer for that. Did you watch it? Where I think it was the same one that they put online. So I think I've seen that. We were talking about the messenger droids. The messenger droids with the, the yeah. message. Yeah. I didn't think it was that complete of a trailer uh, when, when it was pre-released, but on this one it was it was like oh, a, it was longer. Yeah, it was like oh, an okay. eight-minute. Oh shit! Yeah, it was pretty oh, long. I should watch that. I'd probably have made that up. It is uh, it it is a little longer. I probably made it. But it, it they show one of those messenger droids or whatever you want to call them the with the emperor's face and they they talk about the exact plans that they're supposed to be going through and you know the emperor's dead this is what you need to do yeah um and actually something happens oh she asks a question specifically about uh oh, yeah, her orders sweeps up yeah and it like you're not authorized to know that shit dude it was kind of creepy it was yeah <laughs> i was like oh shit the emperor's still here what what's going not on with pretty this pretty much i got scared but i i'm excited cuz i think the gameplay i think it's going to be a very personal game um and and story because you we you, so I've already I, got through got through the they, other us, them when. Uh, we already got through. Well, you didn't the uh, Inferno Squad. Um, <sighs> I didn't think it was that good. It, well, I never said it was, but um, so we'll we'll see what happens. I think uh, it's going to be cool to play as the Imperials because yes. everything else, regardless. 
You always play as a fucking good guy. Yes. The only thing, like, oh, the only thing I can think of is like Kotor, where you can obviously like choose one way or the other. But if it if it gives you a plot and a path, it's always oh, we're gonna be the rebels. We're gonna be so good. We're gonna all eat Twix after this shit. We're gonna fuck. Fucking Twix. I haven't had in a fucking while. Man. I stopped eating the regular Twix, and I always get the peanut butter ones if I if I do pick them up. I used to always get the peanut butter ones, but so. I haven't seen <laughs> or had or even purchased or looked at a Twix of any kind for quite some years. It's been a while. Cool. Um, they announced the new Thrawn book at NYCC. Yeah. Someone went on Twitter was fucking freaking out. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, yet another book about a villain. This is great. Like, are you kidding me? We've had a Vader and a Maul comic book, and we have Battlefront. And everything else has been goddamn from the perspective of good, the good guys. Every time, for 40 years of just good guys. Of course we need some bad guy-focused shit. We, we need to see things from the perspective of the Imperials. It's important. We're going to make these big arguments about how Star Wars reflects real life or real politic, uh, politics or real conflict. Real war. From a certain point of view, we got to see the different fucking point of views. And I am all wholeheartedly, points of views. Whole, all the other ones, all the views. Um, I wholeheartedly agree. I, I think Star Wars was born as so black and white. And now we're finally getting to the, the star fandom wars, whores that we can actually see. And, and um, uh, what am I trying to say? understand the, um, the imperial side of things yes um and that's what that in inferno squad uh book actually did for me you you got to see like, not, you know they're not just like blood-sucking murderers you know right. they're they're people working for a government you know they said these these uh terrorists are shooting up people which they are they're blowing up death stars watched it yeah uh, there's a lot of the lot of innocent people on a death star that were killed if you really want it from a certain point of view yeah if you go back to fucking clerks Kevin Smith laid that shit out. Think some fucking fucking contract. Some fucking there. intern was on like uh, he exactly. was interning on the Death Star as a, exactly. as a fucking four star chef. He's trying to get his culinary license, and he's over here in the goddamn Luke Skywalker business. Comes up and fucks it. Now his family's all sad. Culinary arts, Jesus. He wasn't going anywhere. Todd. I wonder how many chefs are on the Death Star. Whole bunch. There's got to be a whole sector. I want to know what the menu is on the Death Star. Well, we got pancakes, and, and they got a little know, burnt section. It looks like have, a Death Star. <laughs> they got to have, you know, different tiers of it, you know? You, you got just, like, the random fucking gruel buffet for the soldiers. And then you have something a little nicer and fancier. <laughs> we got uh, Christopher Wisdom in the uh, chat room. He said, Thrawn's is the only point of view that matters. And then Travis Dunn said, plus five coolness to Christopher. <laughs> you win, plus five coolness. Bonus. Bonus attributes. Party. Bonus. Out, We've been man. all Wayne's World quotes all day. Uh, bacon pancakes. Making bacon pancakes. Put the bacon in and make it in the pancake. <laughs> what is happening? I messed it up. It's from Adventure Time. Um, I've actually never seen the show, but I've only seen that video of the dog. He's just making bacon pancakes. And he has a song. He does it. It's like looped. You know what I just thought about when you said that? Because Adventure Time, I've seen a few episodes and it's fucking hilarious. Yeah. They, they got into an argument with a shadow on the wall who's throwing a party. It was it got it got fucking weird quick, but it's hilarious. I like with the shit that it doesn't make sense. Uh, but that reminded me of uh, Uncle Grandpa. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. That, that whole show. That's like show a Steve Rule cartoon. It is. It is. It's. 
If you guys don't know what it is, go go over. I'm sure it's on something. Uh, search Uncle Grandpa. <laughs> sure, it's on something. It's, it is on um, Netflix because that's where I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. And probably it's on YouTube. If you want something that's so off the wall and so fucking weird and quirky, uh, Uncle Uncle Grandpa is definitely one of them. Mofos have also been saying that we need to watch uh, Rick and Morty. I have watched a couple episodes. It's really fucking funny. It's 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 almost difficult to stay on track with it. And what I mean by that is there's so much that they throw in there that like as you watch, you, you can watch the, the same episode a couple times and still just be like, I didn't even fucking realize he said that. It's a sign of something that's well made. So yeah. When you watch it more than once and you don't get bored, but yet you realize and recognize stuff that you didn't the first time. Yeah. I think it's important. We need yeah. more of that shit. Pay attention to that shit. Um, we were talking about the light and the dark side and the politics and shit a little bit. I'm really excited that it seems like the new trilogy, the sequel trilogy, is going more gray with the shit. It's not black and white. It's not good and evil. There are so many elements and so many influences on the characters and what they're deciding to do and how they're interacting with each other and affecting change in the galaxy. There's so many things that are happening. It's just, it, it's not simple enough to be just black and white. And I think they're really emphasizing that. And I think Luke is really going to be the cornerstone of this new style of the Star Wars movies that is just, it's gray. There are good and bad elements in there, but it's not just good versus bad all the time. Well, it's, and that's such it's, like an overused and like old school way to think about it. It's so the, I'm just, I'm having an epiphany right now because Star Wars we could see it slowly changing, epiphany. changing to not even the current culture, but the current. It always uh, relates a little bit to the current. Well, the climate. yeah current times, but I'm I'm just talking like in in a the in a movie gets. realm. Yeah. Like we're getting into the the past ten years, movies have gotten very dark. Like people are dying in it. Uh, they get very gritty, um, bloody, gory. But I mean, they're they're in a, a kind of a dark realm now. Yeah. Um, as opposed, to like the nineties, everything was so bubbly and happy, and you know, it was kind of of a weird time. But we we're seeing Star Wars where it started out in the seventies, where it was like hero versus villain, and blah blah blah, and and they took that, and then we got to the early thousands. And it was like action. Let's, I mean, let's let's throw this shit. And then the prequels came on, and there's stuff blowing up. There's fucking clone armies and new new shit, new Every ships. Every shot is just so dense. <laughs> well, right. But and then now we're getting into the the current Hollywood makers are pushing really dark into this stuff. Yeah. And Star Wars is kind of fitting that line, falling right in into suit. You know, yeah. especially with something like Rogue One where everybody died. Like, yeah. 30 years ago, if I said there was going to be a Star Wars movie where every single rebel died, you'd be like, bullshit. They don't die. Rebels it's rebels. They got to win. Of course. No, fuck you. I would have said that 30 years ago. You would have gotten thrown in jail for that. Only the a Sith deals in absolutes. I like <laughs> it when a line between good and evil is so is so thin. And well, and then it starts... It's you so start important. And I know you're a big fan of DC, and I think that's reflected in that as well. Well, and it, it starts. You start asking questions, and we're, we've seen it in a DC universe where you know Superman starts asking his own like, "Why am I doing this? Should I help?" And those questions really start fucking with you. And Batman's about to fucking murder a hero because he doesn't think that he's good for the overall good of the world. Yeah, but that's cool. Yes. I love. I love that line. I love BVS. And it, it makes and it, it 
legitimizes the evil guys like Luther, where he was just scared. He's like, look, I'm on Batman's side. Superman's a fucking psycho. Let's let's ship this green shit in and get rid of him. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. We got, you got more any more than that Nickelodeon Gak? Ship that shit in too. <laughs> he don't like the color green. Gak. What was the other one that was just the same thing? Slime. Is that called slime? Yeah. I, I had Nickelodeon Gak, but I think there was I slime too. too. Yeah. <laughs> Gak. Fucking what a name. Gak. Yeah. Do you nice. have it? Global guts. I don't know if it, do you have it? You guys remember do you got it? Have it guts? I don't, but I, as soon as you said global guts, I started thinking of all the old fucking Nickelodeon stuff. There's so much good stuff. I know this is Rogue Watching Podcast and we're talking about Star Wars shit, but Nickelodeon I love getting into some uh 90s retro stuff because the 90s were, were such an amazing great time. Legends of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> Are you afraid of the dick? Saw a homeless guy with the Legends of the Hidden Temple shirt on. That's sad. I thought it was interesting that he had that shirt on, though. Huh. Like it was the parrot team or whatever. Yeah. Purple parrots. Remember. Purple parrots, yeah. That's purple. Silver snakes. Yeah. Snakes. Goddamn snakes. Shut the fuck. Snakes. Legends man. of the Hidden Temple. Yeah, there's some cl- very so classic. Good. And even. Floam. That was the other one that I was thinking of. Fuck yeah, Zacharis. Floam. Oh, is that the more bubbly stuff? Yeah, yeah, That was yeah. sticky, like yeah. Like, you would, like, squish it, and it would, like, kind of, like, pop and crackle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember the phloem? It's log. Oh, it's log. That's from uh, uh, Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah, the fucking commercials for the toy that was just a fucking log. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's wood. <laughs> yes. I'm remembering that. And salute you shorts. Nostalgia always works, man. Oh, yeah. Clarissa explains it all. I was balls deep into that. I like that. And Alex Mack, the adventures of Alex Mack, she just turned into some silver goo. Yeah. She's just slimed. She's slimed. I got I got slimed. <laughs> oh, yeah. I could definitely talk about pogs and goddamn Tamagotchis and Digimon, all the Digimon. Digital monsters. Digimon I, are the champions. I, uh, I got very slightly into Digimon. I never really went full on. We figured out this hack <clears throat> for Digimon. So you know how you had to you had to raise and train your character from like start to finish. And then you would battle them and shit, but you couldn't really start over or like reset or anything like that until your char- uh, your thing died and you started from scratch with someone new. Well, you know when you get those electronic things and they have a little tab in them and in order to activate it you have to pull the tab out. Yeah. So what we did would we, we would take like postcards we would cut little strips of them. We would stick them in there and yank them back out and it would reset the entire Digimon. So we would start, and it's kind of random at first. So we would start with like the, the baby goo and depending on what Digimon it turned into, it was like, oh, I don't want that one. I'm just going to reset. We kept trying again. We would like fucking hack the thing to get the most powerful Digimon. <laughs> Physical hacking of the Tamagotchi Digimon. And I thought about that because when I had that, that model of the Thai silencer, it has like sound effects and shit. And it had one of those little tabs in it. Like once you yeah. put it together, you got to yank that little plastic tab out for it to activate. And I was like, fucking Digimon. <laughs> That's all I could think of. Uh, battle Battle Borgs. Battle Porgs? Yeah. It should be Battle Porgs. Fuck this Porg thing. Why are people so obsessed with the Porgs? It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. <laughs> Double dare, yeah. I guess I get it. So maybe people back in the day loved Ewoks a lot more than we think. As soon as that fucking pork showed up on the behind the scenes reel, Twitter freaked the fuck out. 
I don't have an There's issue with them. There's on every Star Wars profile I've ever seen. I don't have an issue with them. They can exist. They're cute. They're fun. Yeah. If they save the fucking day, I'm going to walk the fuck out. But everyone's like, they're more excited about the Porgs than they are about Kylo. Because people don't understand. They don't have an imagination where... Even though Kylo is a kind of a whiny bitch, there's a reason for that. He had he, even Snoke says, "Bring Kylo Ren. We're gonna. It's time to complete his training." Motherfucker ain't done yet. And if it's true, Kylo was the one that went mad and killed a bunch of fucks. I learned I, something I, interesting. I want to know more about the Knights of Ren. That's something right. that's been kind of in the background. That you know, it was talked about and then it's just been left. Yeah. All right, embarrassed squad pod. Right now, we haven't read all the new all the new canon stuff. I have trouble reading the Star Wars books. I can't read. <laughs> I never learned how to read. Not because they're bad. I just, I barely have time to read as it is. And you can see I got a million fucking books over there. I only read half of them. There's like 20. That's a fucking good amount over there. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Keep talking. <laughs> we haven't read all the canon. There's things that we're missing. We propose theories and fan goodness on this show. And Boxerless Bosk will tweet us and say, uh, everything you just said, that I happened in another book. Fucking read the shit. Come on. So I've been going back and I've been watching through plot summaries and some Star Wars Explained videos about the canon books. A little bit at a time. He does a canon update once a month. Canon update. Here's all the comics. Here's the Lego bullshit. Here's the, the new novels that come out. Here's how it affects everything. Makes it really concise and succinct to catch the hell up on Star Wars canon, which, as we know nowadays that Disney has it, there will be a fucking canon element in a kid's book about Chewbacca that yeah. affects things. And I'm not going to read everything. I'm not going to buy everything. I can barely read anything as it is. So anyways, all this to say, there are some new information that has come to light on this uh, fucking theories and shit that we've, that we've had. So okay. Bloodline, the novel, takes place six years before Force Awakens. In the novel, Han and Leia are still together. And in the novel, Kylo, uh, Ben is not Kylo yet. He's still on the light side. He's still a normal dude training under Luke. But they both have not disappeared, but like are pretty much out of reach. That what's That's what starts the whole thing about... Yeah, I couldn't say starts for a second. That's what starts the whole thing about Luke being like missing or whatever. So that means a max of like five years that Kylo has been been seduced by Snoke or turned to the dark side or started like getting info about Darth Vader and wanted to like change his ways or, mm -hmm. or switch or ditch the Jedi. That's such a small amount of time, which adds weight to the fact that of course Kylo is not a perfect enemy and a perfect villain in Force Awakens. He's, He's not supposed He's not supposed to be though. He lived like 25 years as a solo kid and as a Jedi trainee under Luke. Why did I say trainee? Fucking Padawan under Luke. And, like, obviously, naturally on the light side. He's got a, a Skywalker and a Solo as a parent. And in only a few years has he turned and become evil. And all this shit happens. And then people expect him to be as cool and as put together and collected as Darth Vader is in Episode 4. Mm. Fuck no, man. Yeah. It just legitimizes the fact that he's a little whiny bitch. People just were expecting Darth Vader 2.0. And it was the complete opposite. And uh, we've... It's a funny argument, though, because how can you expect Vader 2.0 but be pissed that you watched A New Hope 2.0? How can you expect... What the fuck? That's such a paradox. Ironic, as Palpatine would say. How can you expect... 
Hey, the updated version of A New Hope, but then bitch and moan when you get an updated version of A New Hope. How do you think Darth Vader sneezes? Doesn't. This filtration and everything's fine? If he does, it wouldn't affect the breathing. Would though. you feel weird if you were a stormtrooper and Vader's walking? He got mad and choked some guys walking to me and went, Achoo! And walked in. <laughs> It would just be, well, just like, uh, do I say bless you or walk the fuck away? Just get a soundbite of what James Earl Jones sounds like when he sneezes. Ah, true. That's how he sounds. (laughs) That's one uh, interesting thing about He sneezes painfully. That's how he sneezes. Definitely painfully. Ah, true. Fuck. That hurt. The breathing sound doesn't. (laughs) Chafing my eyebrows. I think it's chafing my eyebrows. I swear. (laughs) The, uh, the breathing does not interrupt the uh, his voice, if you notice. I'm sure everybody has if you're a big Star Wars fan. But no, like, that's a good point. He talks, and the breathing is happening behind him talking. Like, he doesn't have to stop and pause to breathe. Like, the fucking machine is running his respiratory system, and he's just talking. No, that's a very good point. I've never really thought about that. Yeah. So, it's like the, the fucking machine, the, the phone... Mouse, phone, the phone pad, booth, chest, the phone booth, the chest, the recordless wireless device, <laughs> recordless, uh, is actually pumping air directly into his lungs or some shit. Yeah, so he doesn't have to worry about it. It's just I'm always refreshed. Right. Always. <laughs> I'm never what out if of it breath. Adapts, like if he's fucking doing laps and shit to try to get in shape. If the he could just turn it up the machine. <laughs> Rev. <laughs> <laughs> Rev it up, and it sounds like an iron lung or fucking shit. It sounds like a fucking steam train going by. <laughs> Who was that? That was Vader. He's doing laps, trying to keep his up on his cardio. Don't mention it. He's pissed. Don't mention it. He don't like it. Yeah, very interesting. I'm um, I'm so happy that the movies are moving towards this whole gray, unsure what is going on. What's the good guys? What's the bad guys? Like, just makes me really happy that they... That's Because that's a big leap for Star Wars. Well, it, especially coming from the prequels because of where they everything was explained. So now it's like, well, who is this guy? How does he know the Force? Why yeah. is he being a bitch? Right. How, did, how did Ren learn fucking stasis? Like, how? He's had fucking three years of nonsense training with Snoke. Who well, we don't know. Stasis could be necessarily a light side power as well. Very true. Valid point. I like it. Yeah, it's not like a... It kind of is actually on, on KOTOR. I think stasis is a... Yeah. Stasis side, or it's a gray. Stasis and stun droid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What if traitor... What if traitor draped? I can't fucking speak. I had enough. Okay. <laughs> what if Vader vaped? I can just see the smor- smoke, smoke. Guys, thank you guys for fucking around. s'mores pouring out of his mouth. He wouldn't even. He wouldn't have to vape himself. He would just like install a little fucking vaporizer into his chest plate phone. Yeah, a vape cartridge, and it would just vape itself for him. Vape yeah. himself for it. It vape. vape itself for him. Vape himself for himself. He'd be vaporized. Vaped. No disintegration. No disintegration. <laughs> I've altered the deal. Pray I don't want to do anything further. Yeah. Um. While I'm thinking about episode eight. What do you think about? It's one reason I'm pissed about the beta, about the game, Battlefront 2. I feel like one thing that they're doing really well is that they're pouring a lot of energy 
and time and money and resources and production and efficiency into the movies. Obviously, the movies have always been and will always be the pillar of what Star Wars is. And movies are, you know, some of the biggest creative productions that humans do. Movies. Movies. So it's important. But I feel that they are putting such effort and such, um, like, perfectionism into how they're making the movies. And even Kathleen Kennedy being, like, not happy with who the directors are. Like, the quality of the film cannot suffer. So if you're not working well, you need to get the fuck out. They're being so particular about that. But with all the other aspects of, like, the Star Wars things, they're not, they don't care as much, maybe. Or maybe they can't allocate enough resources to it or something. I'm, and I'm referring specifically to Battlefront. Like, why wouldn't you take such time and attention to detail to make the most thorough game about war in Star Wars that you possibly could? Yeah. Fucking lazy as shit, man. I'm wondering if it's just the money machine. They don't care. Disney, because Disney... There is some element to... We need, obviously, we spent four and a half billion on this shit. We need to get some, but some they money got, back. They got, what, half of it back with, with between two movies. I know. It's not talking, like, I know, video I know, game I know, sales I know. and all the other pop bullshit. And that's where, like, I understand that there's a business element that goes into it. And it's like, anything that we license with Star Wars is going to get bought and make us money. I get that. But I would hope, as a creative enterprise, that they're trying to balance making their money back with the integrity of the fucking creation that they're that they're putting out there. And I would say besides movies that video games are probably the biggest thing. Yeah. Books, also, where's fucking KOTOR 3? Books are probably well, they're probably quite a bit for they don't behind. sell as much as video yeah. games. Yep, yep, yep. People don't read. So, Lack uh, of diversity has ruined the creativity. I don't think I, I uh, diversity in the game possibly, but I don't think in the Star Wars universe, they've been pretty diverse so far. If you're if you're talking about the video game, I agree with you 100. percent If you're talking about just the new canon Star Wars in general, they've I would been, probably be seeing now. They've, they've been pretty diverse. They've been they've been risky enough. They've been very risky, actually. Yeah, I've, I've been happy with the movies. Like even if you hated Episode Seven, like they, there's a lot of uh, extra shit that they put in there. They created new. New worlds. They blew up a goddamn system. Yeah, the whole system. They in introduced a lot of different species. Maz is a fucking crazy gray Jedi, basically. Just a Force-sensitive fucking bartender. She knows... Our she already is making your drink before you order it, because she knows... That's the best job that you could have. Yeah. Force-sensitive bartender. You better tip me more. Oh, shit. You know, you, <laughs> you, you know through the Force this guy's not going to tip you, so you just make him shitty drinks all night. Mm -hmm. Or don't give him shit. KOTOR 3, for sure, yeah. Hashtag KOTOR 3. Um, yeah, so D. Smith did say that EA obviously has the license to make Star Wars video games. That might be that, that might be the it. issue. Yeah, but EA owns a, they're a publisher and they own a lot of fucking shit now. Like they own Bioware now. So where's really? where's okay. Drew with Bioware making fucking Kotor three? Where? We'll get we'll ask him. Send him an email. An email, Graham. We have to go through some actual channels to try to get him back on the show. By the way. We have to like go through EA like publicity or That's PR fine. to fucking do that shit. If, if you guys are uh, new to the show, um, you guys can head back over. We did a uh, hey, 
an interview with <laughs> Drew Carpishan, the lead writer, storyteller, fucking great, awesome human being of uh, the Mass Effect series, uh, KOTOR, yep. so Revan, and the Darth Bane books. Yep. Um, and he's done his own thing outside of that. So he's, uh, he's actually responsible for a lot of fucking content in the Star Wars universe. It's all legends now. Um, but he he was kind of um, the one who created Revan, stuff like that. And then Bane was already created prior to in a small comic book. Yeah. But really nothing was said about him. So he took that and kind of created he the really, whole yeah. and just went wholeheartedly. So And if you're a big Mass Effect fan, uh, obviously, um, you guys want to head back there. And we, we, we discussed some uh, in-depth stuff about how did you come up with what was, you know, what was your inspiration for Mass Effect? How, how did you do this? Why did you write it like this? What did you mean in the Revan book when he did this? Shut the fuck up. Head on over there. Um, it should You should be able to just, uh, if you want to go to the website, roguesquadronpodcast.com, you can click on interviews, right? Or extras? Uh, it, no, it's in the podcast feed. It's in there. If you're on iTunes, just scroll down. Scroll uh, down. Just look for Drew. Drew Carpishan. If you search up Drew Carpishan on iTunes, I'm sure it'll come up. Hell yeah. Quick, quick. So, Welcome to the Rogue Squadron. Um, yeah, Drew was a cool guy. And I was actually interested because he, it sounded like when we talked to him that he kind of got pigeonholed into writing the Revan novel. Yeah. Like he didn't necessarily, he didn't, he himself didn't want or plan on doing the novel um, because of the, the nature of the game where you get to pick between dark side and light side mm -hmm. and all the decisions and things. He didn't want to try to canonize a version of Revan that was well, it limits supposed the character. to be set in the story. It limits the character. But so he, he didn't necessarily like plan on making Revan a, the light side with married with Bastila. Like that wasn't, maybe that wasn't the plan from early on. Or maybe there was no plan. But anyways, he like, he ended up writing the Revan novel. Maybe there was no plan. There was no plan. There was no follow. True Carpishan. Can't explain what happened. I uh, love the Mass Effect except the final 15 of three. Thank you! We're the fucking ah, child Anakin is behind the whole plot system I'm, of everything. Uh, everyone's pissed about I, that. Yeah. yeah. I remember the madness when that game came out and people were Listen, like... Listen though. Because Drew, Drew Carpishan set everything up, but he was actually not a part. That's true. He wasn't of, a part uh, of three. Of three. So Only you can't you two. can't even like yell at him about and he it. He wasn't a, wasn't a part. Wasn't. He wasn't. You're, you're something wrong. Twitched out, man. He wasn't a part of the second of, of uh, the other. Kotor either. Okay. Well, I've had enough of that. You know, sometimes we talk some shit, and then the other times there's I more can't shit. Stop. Sometimes things get stuck in my fucking head. For anyone that saw Lord Kerner on episode 117, you realize that he said balls deep 37 times in the fucking one episode. <laughs> sometimes things get stuck in my head, and I can't not say it. And now my whole inflection is like yeah. reflecting that fuck, fucking the fucking whammon. You know what's what's it pisses me off yeah. is Kerner comes up with these one word sayings. <laughs> And it sticks in our entire group. Piss, fucking smoke show, showed up. Yeah, and it's part of everything. But it, it's like we're it's waiting. We're waiting for him to come up with the next idiotic fucking word, so the rest of us can keep saying it over and over, even when he's not here. Yeah. I had enough. Pissed about it. Talk about it a little bit. I'm pissed about it. What, you, what about? I'm in pissed. I'm pissed too. That's like you said about Kerner's fucking one-word phrases. He just comes up with this. He'd just be like, "I SmackDown," and then for the next fucking two years, we're like, "Oh man, SmackDown on that." Cash I it in, cash it in. Replace pissed with words and sentences where it doesn't make sense. Or if I have nothing to say, I just say pissed for no reason <laughs> when no one's pissed and I'm not mad and nothing's happened. 
You're home alone. You're watching a great movie, and you're like, "Piss." We were doing that. We left the fucking taco place earlier today. We were driving back, and like we were just there was a lull in conversation for a few seconds. No one said anything with me and my wife, and I was just like, "Pissed." (laughs) That doesn't even out of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, it's unforgivable. Thank you, Kerner. I'm balls deep in your goddamn sayings, and I fucking missed him. Coda just got back from movies. Did I win? You won something. <laughs> it was nothing good, but it you won something. It wasn't the clone Captain Rex, but you won something. So P- DM us or email us your your P.O. box, and we will mail order you. Your post office box. <laughs> we'll send you a mail order Twilight in the mail. I'm not paying for that shit. They're free. Dis- They're slaves. Discrumbed them. Hey, ain't worth it. Discrumdum. <laughs> That's your new name. Which I love. Yeah. I fuck his name up all the time and I think it's hilarious. Dakota Jones. Dakota Jones. Um, what? Dakota Jones. I think that's it. I, I've had enough. I'm ready to uh, just chill. Um, thank there's, you guys for tuning in. There's something big until the bat. Uh, Monday. I just, said, I just said Battlefront. Monday. So I'm thinking about Battlefront. Until the Last Jedi trailer comes out, which if you're listening to this and you're not live with us, is tonight. It's like later tonight on Monday. So you better fucking tune in and figure that shit out. And if you're listening to this after the trailer has dropped, remember that tickets are now available for the movie and for our event that we're doing at uh, Gateway Film Center for The Last Jedi, mm-hmm. VIP shit. You're going to get a poster. You're going to get some beer. You're going to get to hang out with us, play some Battlefront, play some X-Wing, get some giveaways, win some more shit. Amber is hereby prevented from any giveaways because she's already won everything we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> you have been banned from the you squad. You are the bond. luckiest squadron member of all time. Yeah. Which, hey. Shit. I, it was randomized. I had no control over that. If I had control over it, I would have given it to Dakota Jones. In my experience, <laughs> there's no such thing as luck. But Amber's got it. Amber's got some luck. She's, <laughs> from she's a just using the force to fucking convert me to pick her name for the Rex. She's like Qui-Gon with the fucking die. She's like, she she's just like, and stop. That's what we need. I need to get a chance cube for fucking future giveaways. Chance cube here. <laughs> We're not getting a chance cube. Sorry. Happen chance. All right, guys. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, if you are just listening to this on audio, you can head on over to YouTube, subscribe to the channel, and you can catch us live. It'll give you a notification if you're subscribed. So... If you guys want to tune in and message us as all these other dungles do on a regular basis, um, stop, stop it. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. We like hearing back from uh, from everybody. So head on over to YouTube, Rogue Squadron Podcast. Subscribe on there. Uh, and one final uh, shout out to Patreon page, um, Rogue Squadron Podcast. Just search us up. Any little bit, it helps us out a lot. Pay for these goddamn drinks um, and move the, move the podcast forward. Commander's been doing a great job sending out more and more videos. Um, and we are doing special Patreon videos and special tri- Patreon events and special Patreon message boards. And so if you want to be a part of that group, head on over there and get it done. And you'll get to read my poorly composed script for a KOTOR prequel movie that I wrote in high school. I remember us <laughs> getting into it and I, do, I, I want to keep it. I got some notes on locked there too, up. which yeah. you'll see. Yeah. Uh, but I, I do remember us talking about how uh, Malik got his his jaw mask thing. So you guys are actually lucky. That is the one thing that I actually have printed out and saved. I wrote, I wrote that. I wrote an actual book version of Kotor. Like I picked one one 
timeline and one um, like decision-making version of Revan and made it canon in my own head and wrote like a book about KOTOR. I wrote a Darth Bane follow-up fucking fan oh, really? thing. I wrote a bunch of shit back in the day and I unfortunately don't have any of it except for this Revan fucking screenplay that I printed out for some reason. That's funny because I, I did a little writing too and I think it was probably along the same time uh, you and I just started doing stupid shit. I always wrote like horror stuff. I remember one, I, I wrote a little like small short story it was about a girl named Lucy uh, and she was super hot and she was like a demon, like a walking demon and it was supposed to be Lucifer, Lucy um, and she would just like draw people in and just fucking take over or like just possess them. Possess them after banging? Well, or, or using, you know, her sultry ways to, you know, connuption foot. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is enough of that. <laughs> Roast Watcher Podcast. <sighs> Remember... Um, what is this? Episode 119? 119. That's also, so much. So many. So how? Battlefront 2 beta is happening right now and then the game is going to come out. So remember, if you're on the Xbox, let us know. Uh, you can add us. We can play together. We can't because matchmaking sucks and there's no squads. But we We're can, not adding you unless you're on the Patreon. play together. You can be patrons and then we'll add you. Find the patrons. Hell yeah. Just I'm pissed, Nick Kerner and Kurt. popped in at the end. Oh, my God. I just end it now. We were just talking shit about you. We were so. just going a half mile at a time. Shut it down. Okay.